the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, welcome. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Beck is the phone number. Say hi to Facebook Live. They're all watching on there and stuff. I see. There they are. They're all right there. Welcome back to the program and by Facebook Live. By the way, I'm trying to do these uh, behind-the-scenes videos uh, yeah, most most days. So go to the Facebook page, like the Facebook page, share the Facebook page, and send Bitcoin to the Facebook page. That's our new policy. Everyone, it is? everyone says follow us. Everyone says friend us, or Pat says thumb up me on mm-hmm. Facebook. What I say is send Bitcoin is to my Facebook. If that's Facebook. the new plan, uh, mm. Jeff Fisher Radio on mm-hmm. Facebook, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy what, that, what, what he said about uh, the guy from Zapo or Zappo or whatever it's called. Um, it could be worth a million dollars per coin within 10 years. Or it could be worth zero. So <laughs> good luck. Both, I, I have never... Um, <clears throat> he said 20% chance worth zero, completely worthless. 50% chance... It's worth a million dollars a coin. Yeah, it was making me think maybe I won't sell any. <laughs> you know, like everyone's wow. like, when it goes up for a little bit, and I don't have a lot, but what, what you I could do take have. Some pro- you could take your initial investment. Yeah. And then you're playing with the house money. And then play with house money and let it roll and <clears> see what happens. I mean, yeah. kind of sounds like the right thing to do. Uh, he uh, it was pretty exciting. I don't think I've ever contemplated it going to. I don't really even contemplate 10,000 or 20 or 100,000 in my head. It's already at 4,000, so now I guess you have to come out and contemplate 10. Uh, but but a million, I mean, I, I've never contemplated anything like that. I, I don't think of upside like that. Uh, I'm more of a downside guy. <sighs> Mil- yeah. Million um, a coin. I mean, if you buy one coin, if you, if you can lose $4,000 without it, you know, really damaging your life, then why wouldn't you take that chance? Yeah, I mean, is it better than a, a weekend in Vegas? Yeah. I mean, it feels like it might yes. be. It could be certainly a better, <clears throat> uh, a better risk. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, you know, Jeffy's a little uh, hesitant. Now, Jeffy, is, it's interesting that you're, you're the one that's hesitant. Given the amount of illegal um, funds that you transfer around the world on a daily basis, you'd think, here's a great way to pay for drug shipments from Colombia. I mean, really, a lot of the things you're into would work well with Bitcoin, I would think. Oh, man, do I wish that was true. <laughs> man, you, do I wish that was true. You're the only person I know that aspires to be a drug dealer. <laughs> Uh, the drug lord, dealer. Anybody can be a dealer. I mean, who hasn't been a dealer before? You've sold something to your friends. That's no, you, a dealer. A big deal. Pat, would you like to? Uh, Everybody's take that done one on? that. I haven't been to dealer. Yeah, I haven't been a dealer either. No. In fact, I uh, most people dealer. haven't been dealers. Yes. Yeah. Very few people have ever been dealers, Jeffy. So that's not true. But the drug lords. <laughs> uh, what was it I heard a few years ago when uh, when I was in Houston? I think they said that, that these guys make like a billion dollars a month. 
uh, for the drug lords in Mexico. A billion dollars a month. That's like you had $12 billion a year industry. It's just, that's... It's one of those jobs you want to work at for a month. It's all you need. You only need that first it's, billion. It's not really that long-term of a job. There's only a few that have <laughs> long-termed it. Yeah, and uh, most of them wind up dead or in prison. Well, that, I mean, yeah, you're in the business for, for your life. I, and I, I, thousands of people dead because of it. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. It really doesn't seem like there's a way to get out of it. Too, or no one seems to be able to <clears> do no. it. Because they hunt you down, right? If, they, if, you, if you displease them. Apparently, they hunt you down and kill you. Can't there be, like, a nice transfer, a sale? Couldn't there be? You know, like, hey, yeah. excuse me, um, you know, Pablo Escobar just says, excuse me, um, Jose, my, my brother. Mm-hmm. It's yours now. I'm going to go live on an island and take my profits. I mean, can't that just happen? Can't we have a nice ending like that in one of those movies? Can't we all just get along? No, you that's, know? That's a, that's a better way of putting it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> can't we know. all just get along? It doesn't need to go to a million, though, for us to, mm. to for, you know, for you know, people to do well with it. You don't, you don't, I mean, uh, it just needs to go up, and it's gone up so far so fast already. I, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty, it's I, pretty incredible. I, I'm kicking myself that I didn't buy it 200. I mean, that's just. Well, 200, you probably didn't. Or 300. I, I mean, or legitimately, though, we were on the air saying, I can't believe how high this has gone up at 1,200. Uh, yes. And that was, yes. that was what, eight, April of ago. this year, March yeah. of this year? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's more than tripled since then. And it's more than oh. tripled since then. Luckily, though, your uh, bank account's paying 0.9% now, <laughs> yeah. um, which is pretty good. Woo! Mm-hmm. Per year. Woo! Uh, which is pretty great. And now some of them, I, I actually have one of my, uh, one bank account, and now 1.1% I'm getting on that one. Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. 1.1%? 1.1%. I do a lot of searching online to get, to get from, point, from 1 to 1.1. 1. 1. Uh-huh. It took a long time, lots of work, but I, did, I finally landed there. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. So, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, you could make up to like a dollar ninety-five in interest this year. Would that be awesome? I mean I don't I mean not that much, not but that much. I don't have that much in the account, but <laughs> I mean up to. That's like the dream number. <laughs> <laughs> well, compound interest over multiple years, I could get to a dollar ninety-five. Yeah, of course. You know, sure. So there we go. Uh, so the speech last night, Donald Trump uh, made one. Uh, first time he's made his that's his first major address, right? Uh, since, that's what it said. Uh, that's what everyone kept I, saying. I, I, I didn't realize that. I didn't really realize it either. I uh, made it in front of a large group of military. Um, and I will say, mm-hmm. you know, um, as you may know, I'm not exactly uh, complimentary to most things Trump does. Mm. I'm not a huge fan. But I thought he was actually pretty good last night. Uh, now, I think Pat and I kind of disagree on the policy of it a little bit, although we, mm-hmm. we both have, I think, the same um, concerns uh, but I, just just from a political standpoint, I thought at the beginning of the speech he was a little off and it was a little clunky. But I thought he got his rhythm and, and it was I think a decent speech. He didn't say anything stupid. He didn't sound yeah. as as bad as he often does. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I it felt like he had a generalized mm-hmm. handle on the issue, mm-hmm. which was pretty rare. I know I know he was reading it. I got it. Uh, but mm-hmm. even when he reads stuff, oh, a lot he doesn't of times, sound like yeah. he has a handle on it's it. It's like, like he's never seen it before. Yeah, it seemed like he actually knew what he was speaking of. Whether he's right stuff. or not is a bigger is a big question, of course. Yeah. But I thought like a really effective part of the speech, and I don't know if we I don't know if we have clips today. A lot of times we just don't even bother with the clips because you know you've seen them everywhere. But um, when he said, "Look, when I was running for president and when I was a citizen, I thought we pull out immediately." And now that I'm in here and talking to the generals, I realize we can't do that. That's a moment you do not see from Donald Trump very often. I thought it was really effective. It's a moment you don't see, and it's a moment where it goes harkens back to what Glenn said after the meeting with George W. Bush. <sighs> the same it's thing. the exact same thing, and it just reinforces how true it is. Mm-hmm. No matter who's in the office, 
they have to act and do about the same thing as the last guy. Because everybody has to do the same thing. That's just the way it is. That's how the world works. That's how this thing operates now. We've gotten into a situation of globalization where there's no other way. And that's, you know, that's, it's an interesting thing. In some ways, it's really bad, and in some ways, it's really good. I mean, you kind of want your president to be able to take broad, you know, bold steps to change policy. That's why you elect somebody different. However, on the other side of that, you kind of don't want every, you know, uh, crazy person that gets the job to be able to go, you know, yeah. so far off the rails. Uh, you know, there is a level of stability it adds. But the outgrowth of that is that there Thanks. was a plan, and it, what was it, the Carol... Um, uh, what's his face? Um, Carol being the name of a, of a guy's first name, wrote this book in 1960, 61. Uh, Quigley. Quigley. Carol Quigley. Uh, the name of the book, I can't remember. Can you? Uh, no. But he talked about the fact that the world leaders decided after World War II, this is just going to, this is how it's going to be. We can't, we can't win wars like we used to, like we did in World War II. It can't be like that anymore. We don't, we don't have a stomach for it. People don't want it. And our economies are going to be too interconnected. You will destroy everybody if you fight a war the way we used to. Yeah. So you can't. And starting with Vietnam, and this was written in the early 60s, starting with Vietnam, we saw that. Uh, we've really seen it in the Middle East ever since. We yeah. saw it with the Soviets. We've seen it with just about everything that's happened in the meantime. And Vietnam really was a, a midpoint, right? Like, it was still... It was still sort of the old school way, but it was moving towards this way. This one, I mean, Afghanistan is a perfect uh, example of, of this sort of new style of warfare. And, you know, I kind of have been on the bandwagon um, of thinking it's a real, like what we do now is, is wrong as compared to what we used to do. We used to go out and kick every, you know, we'd kick butt and we'd come home, like that idea. And I think that there's a legitimate... There's a, le there's a legitimate use for that. I mean, like, I, I, you, you can't do anything else against the Nazis, right? Like, you've mm -hmm. got to go in there and bomb the hell out of them and win militarily. But you would think you couldn't do anything else either against ISIS and, 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 um, and Al-Qaeda mm -hmm. and, uh, you oh, know, and Grenada. Grenada. Big uh, obviously, Grenada, which the, we shouldn't bring up because it's too sensitive for... for for, uh, for Jeffy, he Jeffy. Saw, he's. Uh, to, so in case you don't know, you just watched. Eighteen the show. minutes of hell. He, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he right? saw it on a map once. Eighteen um, minutes of hell. His experience with Grenada is he <clears> saw <throat> it on a map one time. Call it whatever you want. It was saved. You what? saved. What did you say? Saved the Western Hemisphere from communism. <laughs> did, did did you? Did you? Because I know our troops did a good job trying to do that. But uh, did you? Was my question. Uh, yes. Yeah. Remember the day we actually had a Grenada vet call? <laughs> and he's uh, like, I love you guys. I listen every day. But, man, it was not a joke. <laughs> Thank you. I know. And and I'm, you. I'm not making it into a joke. You two. Uh -huh. And he knew you did not surf, by the way. He was aware that you were uh, stealing the valor of him. Look, mm. just because we didn't see each other attacking the same during the battle, it's not my problem. <laughs> uh, but, it, it's, I mean, I think you can look at this in a... In a in a way of, we kind of look at this, and what, where this starts for me is I don't like the thing that everybody in the news says, which is, this is our longest war. Now, look, I, I guess you can look at that some ways. To me, they, don't they always say the Korea thing is still going on? So wouldn't that yeah. be longer? I mean, how many yeah. times did we hear that when we were talking about North Korea? Well, it's technically, it's, but it's not. You know? Well, right, but really I mean, this is, it that, is. my point here is that this is a technicality. There's, it is a technicality. And I will say Vietnam felt 
lot longer. A lot longer. It, it, because it was, felt a lot longer. Because it was war of war. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it, it was kind of. war of war. I mean, it was the same. You win territory, you give it back. You win territory, yeah, you give it, it back. brutal. And it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. And they, they just kept retreating and giving it back and, then, and not going where they should have gone. And that's to, uh, I don't know, Pyongyang and end the thing. And, I mean, they... They had Douglas MacArthur trying to get that done, yeah. and he devised an incredible strategy. Uh, and in, in the, inv- the Battle of Inchon, where they had an amazing military maneuver, I won't go into all the stuff you probably know anyway, uh, but the Chinese had invaded, the Chinese poured across the border 100,000 Chinese troops, and we routed them. Mm. And he, he was like, all right, Truman, let me go. Let me go. I'll take this thing all the way to Pyongyang. Time. And I'll take it to Beijing. And we'll end this thing once and for all. The Chinese, we're going to have to deal with them anyway. Let's do it now. And that's when he got fired. So, Yeah, and that was obviously uh, not, not, not ideal. Not ideal. Um, but, I, you know, so, I, and when I say, like, the people who are fighting in Afghanistan are heroes. Um, everyone we lose is a complete disaster. But it is not war as we've understood it. Mm-hmm. And that comes with benefits and, and, and downsides. The downside is when you fight a war like this, it will extend longer than it used to. And I think that is an absolute consequence of our conscious decision to say we are going to not carpet bomb every city. Mm-hmm. We are going to target buildings and try to knock out individual terrorists. And, and we're going to use smart bombs and we're going to go a light footprint and all of the things that we've talked about over the many years. I think that is absolutely true. The reason why Afghanistan is 16 years instead of two. Right. But I mean, when you look at it as a grand total and take a step back, those wars cost incredible amounts of lives. And yeah, we won them. And money. And blood money. and money, mm-hmm. blood and treasure. It really does. And and you don't really have the conclusion you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know. But look at look at Afghanistan for a second. We're t- we count this as the 16th year we've been in this war. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Or 17th if you listen. If, to Donald if you listen Trump. to Donald Trump, the seven. It is the 17th calendar. He was apparently. Year. Yeah. He was apparently at war in 2000. <laughs> he was. He I went had, early. Uh, he went early. <laughs> he was really in support of this one before 9/11. He yeah, was there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, okay. It was. A, it's, this is the 17th calendar year. Of this war, in the 17th calendar year in Afghanistan, we have lost 11 um, uh, military members. That is a huge tragedy. I'm not no, downplaying more than it at all. What? You, 1,100? You mean what? In no, this year. Oh, this year. Yeah, yes, this year. Oh, okay. We've lost 11. Okay. Now, in, I thought you were talking about aggregate. Aggregate, it's what 2,300 in Afghanistan? Uh, yes, 2,403. 2,403. 2403. So it's a lot. But again, mm-hmm. it's. I'm not saying we lost more than that in one day, in one day, in one uh, battle, in one hour, in World War II, in, in certain parts of of Vietnam and, and D Day, man. I oh mean, my God, jeez, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's a different thing, and to count this and compare it to the length of World War II to me is not fair. I mean, this mm. year we've lost more people in boating accidents than we've lost in the war. Uh, so, I mean, you know, look, it's not to downplay that you lose, a, a, mm-hmm. a, you know, one of our best that's over there fighting. It's a huge deal, but it's it's impossible to compare it to a World War II day or a Vietnam day or, or a Korea day or any of these things. What we are, it's more similar to trying to, you know, they use, they use that term, which isn't exactly right here, which is a peacekeeping mission. It's not that, but it is that it's we are there trying to uh, to slowly push this society towards sustainability. And you might say, well, that's why we're there for 16 years. And it's true. We fought in World War II. We were there for four years. 
It was a four-year war, and we got a lot more done than we could ever get done in Afghanistan, even if it worked perfectly. If it turned into Kansas City next week, we, it's still nothing compared to what we did in World War II. And that only took four years, but it cost tens of millions of lives. Tens of millions. In Afghanistan, we looked this up earlier because we were discussing it, about 90,000 people including our troops, their troops, and their civilians have been lost. It's a huge tragedy. You're talking about, you know, you know, seven, 6,000 people every year dying. I mean, it's a human—God, nobody wants to, to lose life like that. But it is in a completely different universe than when you're losing millions and millions and millions of people every year. I mean, you know, it is—while— we may never win in Afghanistan. And people talk about that all the time. What's the win look like? You know, maybe that's not the right way to think about it. Maybe the way, you know, like we won World War II, no doubt about it. And we were much better off for it. But did it feel like a win to anybody? And yeah, you, you, you win, you had the parades, but you lost an entire generation of people. And, you know, one of the good things that has happened over, uh, the, uh, over the years, and I think the nuclear deterrent is a big part of this, is, you know, wars have decreased. Deaths due to war have decreased. Um, and, you know, that is, you know, a positive. I think the fact that, you know, you don't want to cut, you know, and we may see this change at any time. I mean, if China starts launching nuclear weapons at us, you know, this is all going to change. Um, but, you know, I certainly prefer this style of that alternative. I will say that. Yeah, a hell of a lot. It's a lot this better This elongated thing uh, is painful because it, 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 you know, just doesn't stop. It's like perpetual war. It does feel like but that. But it's, you know, you break out the nukes and that's a whole different affair, isn't yeah. it? And even if we win that, it's not going to feel like we won. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's a, it's a weird line. And I'm not I'm not sure. I, I feel like one thing I will say about this and about Trump last night is I felt I feel like he's taking it seriously. I feel like he's approaching mm-hmm. the problem the right way and that he's saying, OK, give me these opinions. Generals, you're smarter than me. And it's better than Obama. Yeah, way better. I got to say. At least apparently he's listening to the generals he, because I think it was they who suggested this. He did. It was against his intuition. Yep. Told us that. Yeah. All right. More coming up in uh, just a second. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we forget about uh, taking care of ourselves and our families in any eventuality. We worry about all these big world affairs and forget sometimes that, hey, there could just be a weather event that really messes things up for a while. Mm. Or, uh, you know, you might lose your job and need some food. Nuclear winter. Uh, there's that. <laughs> and that's difficult to prepare for. But you can get started uh, <laughs> along those lines with My Patriot Supply. It's true. My Patriot Supply, they can actually, I mean, no one can prepare you for nuclear winter. But My Patriot Supply can get as close as anybody can. Because you can really go anywhere from... Um, a a three-day emergency kit, which is, okay, God forbid there's been a terrorist attack, you need to leave in a hurry, or there's been a natural disaster, you need to leave the area uh, without really much preparation. That'll get you through that. This is 102 servings of survival food for only $99. That's their current special. It's ship-free. And they can go a lot bigger than that as well. They can get you a year worth of food uh, for less than $1,000 or right around $1,000. It's an incredible value. Um, for an entire year of food. Three, three meals a day, mm. including really delicious things like the creamy chicken rice, lasts up to 25 years in storage, less than a dollar a serving. Please call them today. Please check this off your list. Mm. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. That's 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. Call now before nuclear winter. All right. Right, not. It was featured in the. Oh, okay. 
Oh, well, good. Triple eight seven two seven Beck Pat and Stu. Uh, something I, I did want to bring up is this. Uh, I'm so tired of this Confederate thing. Uh, this statue thing. Can we please? I mean, I don't. I don't love them either. I. I, I really don't. I'm not a fan of. Robert E. Lee, uh, Jefferson Davis, um, Stonewall Jackson, everybody who turned against the United States of America and split the Union, I'm not for that. Everybody who uh, supported slavery, I'm not for that. Slavery is an inherent evil. Um, and we did inherit it from the previous administration that was here on this continent, by the way. Uh, but can we stop with this weird all of a sudden fixation on getting rid of anything that might disagree with your worldview. Just ignore it. I mean, we lived in Baltimore for a couple of years, and there's this beautiful statue uh, dedicated to Christopher Columbus. So what did this dumbass group do? They, in the middle of the night, went up to it, and racism is not the future or whatever, put up some signs, and then he took a sledgehammer to it and bashed big holes in, in the statue. Um, I mean... First of all, isn't that a fundamental misunderstanding of history to compare Christopher Columbus to Robert E. Lee? <laughs> yes. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> we were told when uh, Trump first brought up the slippery slope thing, oh, that's a fundamental, you can't compare George Washington, Thomas Jefferson to Robert E. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. That's not what he was doing. He was saying, hey, next up is Washington, is Jefferson, and now Christopher Columbus, for the love of heaven. Yeah, there, I saw another one where they had defaced um, a Catholic um, symbol. Um, it was... Uh, it's because they have no idea. Do you know what it is, Jeffy? The, they have it was no a, idea. It was a Catholic symbol. They spray-painted it, they damaged it, and it was, again, the same argument. Like, well, the <laughs> religion is responsible for all these deaths oh around the world. So, and, so they're tying everything yeah, into this. Exactly. They're tying everything In into Houston, this. In Houston, a man was charged with trying to plant a bomb at oh, a yeah. Confederate statue. Oh, yeah. going to bring uh, that statue. up, too. Yeah. A bomb! Uh, he had nitroglycerin. He had some other things. A cop came up to him, and he first tried to drink the nitro. <laughs> I guess it didn't taste that great, and he spit it out. Really? Yeah. And then the, the cop was like... Were you trying to trying to damage this statue? Yeah, I don't like that guy. Oh, okay. Well then, okay. by all means, Be take some way. nitro to on it. On your way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Just uh, throw that thing at it, and let's see what happens. <laughs> We're just going to treat you like the drunk drivers from like the 1950s. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you're all walking right. home. All right. <laughs> Leave your car here. You're walking home. Pick it up in the morning. How about that? Hey, now. make sure you wash your hands with that nitro. That stuff can be dangerous. <laughs> you start clapping, that could be a problem for you. Uh, so it, they have signs that, that Columbus and Washington were genocidal maniacs. Um, and you know, it's true in, in Columbus's case. I think we could admit now Columbus yes. opened up a betting store with blankets that he coated with smallpox and he sold them to the Indians. I don't think that's accurate. That bastard, uh, he coated all of his merchandise, the blankets, the sheets, the mattresses, smallpox all over it, and then he just, in some cases, lowered the prices to where the Indians just couldn't say no. I mean, smallpox blankets uh, are an absolute confirmed fact to 99% of the people in the United States, and I would say also me until very late in life. I yeah. mean, when I grew up, that, they, that was... What we did to Indians was give them smallpox blankets. Yes. That's how we dealt with them. Yes. Now, the truth is, like, it was one incident. The truth, yes. Right? The it truth was... is, somebody had smallpox, used the blanket, and it wound up with the Indians. They didn't do it on purpose. 
It was, I, I didn't even know it was they that. They didn't even clean. do it on purpose. I mean, I, I mean, and I don't even know if that's confirmed because how do you know that from 400, 500 years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Jeffy, we could ask Jeffy. Jeffy, was was the smallpox blanket <laughs> thing uh, intentional? What was it like when you were there? We were told never to admit it. All okay. right, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I, you know, Christopher Columbus was probably not a great governor. But he was not a genocidal maniac. He was not out to kill these people. He was a deeply spiritual man. Uh, he was an explorer, and he found the Dominican Republic. Blah, 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 so, blah. So what? I want that statue torn down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, so it's interesting because we've been told over and over again that Republicans loved the way that, that, uh, that this was handled by Trump. And, like, you know, people have been saying, you're like, look at this poll. His approval rating's up. And it's like, well, I can't. Is it? No, it's not. It's about, it hasn't hurt him, I would say, dramatically. It's about like flat. Like 34% still? Yeah, 35. No, 34 was always the, like the low end. Average was about 37, and it's about 37 now. You've seen hmm. some polls in the 42 range, some polls in the 35, 34 range. Um, but it's, it's, in the, it's in the upper 30s. Um, and I don't know, he hasn't shed 10% of his uh, base. And I don't know that it's possible, really. I, I don't know what he could do. I don't think he could do a normal president thing. Smallpox blankets. If he gave smallpox mm -hmm. blankets, maybe people would start to turn <laughs> on him. If he pulled a Chris Columbus. Yeah, that, that's true. I think that might hurt he him. He might I do that. So. Yeah. Um, here's the... Here's the, the uh, <laughs> um, uh, his uh, response to events in uh, Charlottesville, 28% uh, approve, 56% disapprove. Has Trump been putting uh, neo-Nazis and white supremacists on equal uh, standing with their opponents? Um, which is a weird thing to say. I mean, I, everyone deserves equal standing, right? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you deserve well, equal standing <clears throat> and then get you judged on your individual actions. It's, That's how it's uh, supposed to, me, to work. To me, totally fair. To, other than the death of the, you know, the one woman and the, the one moron the who one drove big, his car into them. And that was not the whole group necessarily. No. Um, it was one that we guy. know of. It was one it was guy. One and freaking guy. That, Other than that, you can compare to me neo Nazis to Antifa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Outside comparable. of the, and Absolutely. Look, that was the biggest event of the weekend. So I can understand why people are making that distinction. Mm -hmm. And I, I would say the president should have been making should not have been making that distinction in press conferences. Um, but I will say. Antifa is a real danger. They've taken people to the hospital. They've uh, damaged lots of property. They beat the crap out of people. They've stolen mm -hmm. things. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they are not a good group. This is not like they're just Something's as on bad. Fire. I mean, o outside of like, and people keep saying, well, that's the ideology. You're just saying, this is a massive ideology. This is just a group of people trying to stop that ideology. First of all, that's total bullcrap. They have an ideology as well. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they call themselves Antifa, which is short for anti-fascist, is the only part of it that means that they're anti-fascist. They're, they're active fascists. They might not be racist, right. or at least not racist in their own mind, um, but uh, they are absolutely 100% um, behind uh, these terrible movements that have been seen throughout our history. They're violent actors, and they will at some point kill somebody. And we're all supposed to, at, at that point, we're all mm -hmm. supposed to say, well, they're just trying to stop fascists. They, yeah, sure, they killed that fascist, but that's a, that's a fascist. Yep. No, it's, death is death. And I have no problem admitting that in Charlottesville, the white supremacists were worse because one of their people... Mm killed somebody and wounded uh, a 20. So they, that was really bad and is much, much worse. However, in the past 10 incidents, they, Antifa has been as bad or worse. And this is not... I'd a, say worse. Yeah, many. I mean, they were... Pelting. Other than that one instant, which, which granted is big. 
Huge. They've been worse. Yeah, I mean, and they're not anti-fascist. They're anti-capitalist. Yes. They, they're anti-American. Yep. Uh, and so, so, yeah, let's so just the call it what it is. The Soviets were anti-fascist and anti-capitalist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and anti-American. That doesn't make them good guys. Um, so, I mean, it's a kind of a ridiculous thing. People should be judged mm. on their actions. They should get equal mm-hmm. footing and then judged by their actions, even if they have horrible viewpoints. There's no, you know, to me, there are no good Nazis and there's no good Antifa members. If you're walking out there and pelting cops in the head with urine bottles, I don't care if you, you know, if you've killed somebody or you haven't killed somebody, you're still a bad person. You become a lot worse if you decide to kill someone, which is why the white supremacists were worse in Charlottesville. But, I mean, let's not glorify this group. These are terrible human beings. Right. A lot of them have been have taken violent action <clears throat> against people trying to protect us. That's a big freaking deal, even if you don't like the police. You know, a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, well, they, we're Black Lives Matter. We don't like the police. Therefore, we like Antifa. Don't associate yourselves with that. You really don't want to get yourselves involved in that because they're going to do something a lot worse as bad or worse than what you saw in Charlottesville one of these days. Uh, and we saw this with, for example, the Dallas shooting just a year ago. We saw this with the shooting at, uh, uh, at the baseball field two months ago. These things are real and happening actively. In this one instance, in this one city, the white supremacists were worse. But we've seen violence from the left that has been just mm-hmm. as bad very recently. It was pretty agonizing that if you don't denounce it, you're for it. I mean, I'm, I'm getting pretty yeah, sick of that, too. I am too. sick of it, too. Like, I heard this criticism of Paul Ryan. Ryan did a town hall for CNN last night, and they're like, and he said, look, you know, Trump's uh, statement at the press conference was, was a mistake. He messed up. Um, you know, the, we have to make sure we're clear on this. They came out, they're like, well, why didn't he say it the day of? <laughs> you know what? It's not, he does not have to come out and denounce everything you don't right. like for Donald Trump. Oh, he said it. He was clear about it. He did a good job, generally speaking, in the, in the uh, town hall from what I saw. Uh, you know, mm. you can't – these standards the media is applying here are many times are ridiculous. We have a lot to do with the poll uh, here coming back uh, in just a minute. There's a bunch more that I think you'll find interesting in here, um, including one stat the media is really, I think, misusing and uh, extrapolating to ridiculous lengths. We'll come back with that here in just a second. First of all, I want to tell you about Patriot Mobile. The, the fact is your current – phone carrier could be supporting groups uh, that are very friendly to things mm-hmm. like uh, Black Lives Matter and beyond that, even to Antifa. A lot of these groups, you know, the money flows through these groups pretty freely. Sometimes, you know, a more acceptable group will donate it to the less acceptable uh, group. Um, now, when you're signing up for a phone, that's not what you're trying to get involved in. You just want phone service. Yeah. Luckily, the Patriot Mobile. Uh, won't be doing that to you. They offer nationwide talk and text, high-speed 4G LTE data, and great prices that are lower than what you're paying now. And then they take part of what you do pay them, 5% of your monthly bill, and they donate it to a conservative organization of your choice. Yeah, I'm I'm immersed in the control room. I've been thinking about this for a while, and every time we do this commercial, I think of the same thing. Let's get a list of some of the actual charities. Because, I mean, we say it all the time. It goes to left-wing charities. Let's get to the actual names, and we'll find there's a whole list of them. I mean, these groups are not hiding it. They're actually proud of it, uh, that they're supporting left-wing progressive uh, causes. And Planned Parenthood is definitely one of them. It's definitely one of them, yeah. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash patents, too. Um, If you go there today, you can take advantage of the back-to-school special that's going on right now. It's a great deal. Get unlimited talk, text, and data, along Mm -hmm. with free Samsung or iPhone, all for a flat fee of only 55 bucks per month. You're not going to do better than that. So use that promo code, BACKTOSCHOOL. And they'll also waive your activation fee. Okay? PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStu. PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStu. Or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 
about that? Can we talk about that at some yeah, point? We could, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me come back here to this poll real quick. Uh, views of the alt-right and neo-Nazism. Okay. Um, alt-right, 10% approve of it. Uh, 50% oppose, and 41% have no idea. I, I wonder about that, approve of it. I, I mean, yeah. is that a free yeah. speech thing? Is like, yeah. well, well, can you hold, is it acceptable? I think because they worded it Well, weird, no, that's the right? neo-Nazi one, because we're going to get into that here in a moment. Oh, okay. Holding neo-Nazi <laughs> views is acceptable, 9%, unacceptable, 83%. And what the media is doing with this is saying 9% are neo-Nazis, and no. they, they'll extrapolate it even further and say 22 million adults. 22 and they never adults. do this with the, with the Islamic no. thing, with the Islamic <laughs> extremism thing. That's <laughs> a great freaking Are you point. kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. They you had... apply that standard to Islamic extremism. And that's how you right. get to 100 million uh, terrorists, yeah. right? I mean, when yes. this happened with Glenn um, years ago. Oh, they went apoplectic over they, it. Because he said, you know, maybe 10% of, mu- of Muslims in the Middle East are terrorists. And they, I mean, Fareed Zakaria did like 10 segments on CNN about him and saying what a terrible person he is. And then, of course, I informed him exactly... Uh, what the uh, what the definition of the word terrorist is, and Glenn was a hundred percent accurate in that. Mm-hmm. In fact, he was actually he undercut it when you look at it that way. Um, but anyway, so that was a big controversy back in the day. Now this is like oh, twenty two million Nazis. That's all. Uh-huh. Um, now I think if you look at that and you say, if I ask you, uh, are holding neo Nazi views acceptable? And the acceptable is the word that I feel like is important here. To me, the answer to that is probably, I would answer that probably no. In the, in the, in the acceptable to me is I would not accept someone who holds them in like my circle of friends. However, if you, if you instead translate that question if to you're say, thinking of it from a freedom them, aspect, First Amendment, accept them in our country, do they have the same rights as everybody they else? Do, they do. I would answer the yes to that. Yeah. So I think to say that nine percent of people said, you know what? Well, of course. I mean, look, it's First Amendment. You know, they got they're, they even though they're they're a holes, they be, they're okay and they belong here. Um, I, I think from that standard, you can say the answer to that is yes. And so maybe there's three percent or two percent or one percent that actually think that neo Nazis are right on issues. But I think a decent amount of people are just saying like, well, yeah. I mean, I might not like the ideas. Um, but in reality, when it comes down to it, they, they are allowed to have them. Uh-huh. Acceptable is a very <clears throat> weird way to say that. Um, uh, you know, do you agree with neo-Nazi principles? You're going to get lower. And I would say also much, much lower. lower. I, I would say also anything under 10% in one of these polls is anything from noise in the poll to pranksters. To, I mean, five, what is it? Mm-hmm. 6% of people say we didn't land on the moon. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Is 9% that crazy? I mean, yes, there are people who believe we didn't leave on the, uh, you know, live on the mo- or land on the moon, but it's not, a, it's not a, 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 a section of society worth mentioning, per se. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a, a been blown out of proportion. Um, and this all kind of stems from, obviously, the Charlottesville thing and that great documentary piece that, uh, that uh, Vice did on it. I really think mm. that that helped. That and the fact that the car wreck was caught on video really helped accelerate this into a real national issue. And part of that explains to me why Trump wasn't so great on it initially. I don't know that it really hit people that it was this big a deal until it hit people. You know, when you had the car thing being a huge part of that, but that being on video and then the Vice thing, which has been viewed over 40 million times. Whoa. 40 million times now. And it's a 22-minute video. Wow. It's a lot. Wow. Um, but one of the guys in there, the guy who was uh, the big white supremacist featured, has been featured on TV before. Uh, this was sent in, uh, what is, uh, it was sent in uh, on Twitter, actually. Uh, Stephen Kent, who has been on the show before, has sent it in to me, and I had never seen it before. Uh, but it's kind of amazing. He was on the Colbert Report 
uh, back in the day. This Nazi was? This Nazi was, and he was apparently, I don't think he was a Nazi it's at the, the time. the crying guy, right? Yeah, and he was also a lot fatter, um, oh. uh, which is kind of well, interesting to see fun. where he came from back in the day. <laughs> Let's watch a clip. Deep in the heart of New Hampshire lies the small town of Keene, a pretty place where the iron fist of authority has run amok. But help is on the way. Meet on the right there. The oh, yeah. Keen Squad. James Cleveland, a.k.a. I think it's fair to say that I'm the mastermind. The mastermind. <laughs> Garrett Ian. I would identify myself as an anarchist. What the, the hell? <laughs> Chris Cantwell. There he is. Whoa. 38 caliber yeah, wow. revolver in a paddle holster. And I carry it on my hip. The Enforcer. The Free Keen Squad has a clear plan to free the people of Keen. Tell them, Mastermind. Free Keen necessarily isn't about freeing people per se. Hmm. <laughs> What would you a say? Powerful vision for a better tomorrow. <laughs> there he is. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny. What um, a group of losers. So it's interesting. Oh. They were very fired up about oh. parking tickets. Come on. Which is the whole thing. They're trying to free really? Keen from parking tickets. Because they think, I oh guess, you know, he at one point at least considered himself some sort of libertarian at one point um, and mm. thought it was wrong for the government to be finding people for parking in places, I guess. Actually, let's, okay. let's, let's watch the rest. So Free Keen sprang into action by running ahead of meter maids and putting coins in the meters before they expire. They call it Robin Hooding. They've been filming themselves doing it for years and have posted hundreds of clips on the web, some of which have gotten multiple views. <laughs> I feel like I'm a superhero. I'm out there doing good for the community. Which has the tyrannical city government shaking in their boots. Probably the most controversial issue wasn't them plugging a meter, because quite honestly, none of us cared. What we cared about was they were following around the meter attendants and, and harassing them. They're not harassing. They're annoying for liberty. I was like, hey, why are you going that way? So we're going to follow you wherever you go. You're not going to get away with it today. You take money from people by force. Why do you behave this way? I don't think that's an appropriate thing for people to do to each other. I'd like you to stop following me around. No, you feel Nobody likes what you do. That's a, it's a crappy position to be in in life. Go back to your truck and drive away. I'm doing my job. Okay. Doesn't look like it. Yes, this may look like the Free Keen Squad are being total to innocent meter maids, but if that were true, why doesn't anyone stop them? I find that when I carry a gun, people are very unlikely to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that does. That'll do it. That's pretty funny. Pretty, pretty interesting. A, yeah. a weird, uh, yeah. twisting life this guy has lived, and now he has four uh, warrants for his arrest from stuff he did uh, in Charlottesville. Apparently, oh, so uh, we really? know that now. Yeah. Four. Yeah, uh, one of them about because he pepper sprayed somebody who you know, randomly in the crowd. So this is not going to end well for this guy. No, uh, no which wonder. is good. I, you know, behind bars is a great place for him. Uh, you know, it's not. Uh, He'll be crying then. Yeah, That's right. for sure. You're probably right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Pat and Stew is uh, inevitable. What are you gonna do? <laughs> That's the worst slogan of any show. It and sounds yet, like we're hurting them. I know. We're like it's like a negative consequence. <laughs> it's like at some point, death and taxes. Well, you don't want to raise do. expectations too high.
lottery? Yeah. Yeah, Jeffy. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Jeffy's here today, by the way. Uh, Jeffy, thank you for joining us. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. So um, you didn't win the lottery, over, obviously, over the weekend. Did, no, well, no did? one won the big one. No one won. No one won the big one on Saturday. So wow, what's it worth now? Six hundred and fifty million. Right. Oh, you're starting to talk about real money now. I know. I think cash payout. Now you're looking at four eleven. Yeah, I mean now it definitely. Uh, is have worth they it. done the math to find out if it's worth a dollar? Yes, and you kind For of a think a six hundred and fifty okay. million dollar yes, prize. Uh, they have done it, and it's kind of interesting. Um, so the Powerball expected value um, to hit it all, um, you could hit it at the. Uh, they're saying if you buy a dollar, um, if you buy the ticket, you're going to get an expected fifty four cent return. So you get the dollar back plus a positive fifty four cents. See? So how do positive, I do that? Right? If Why? you bought every combination. So the point is your expected value. Mm. Like, for example, if I were to say, I'll give you, you give me a dollar, mm. I'll give you $10. Uh, I'll give you a one in two chance at $10 if you give me a dollar, right? Okay. Okay, so your expected value, you would either get $0 or $10, or 10. but your expected value would be $5, okay. right? That's how, the, how that stat works. I see. So expected value is $0.54, cents, so you'd actually this get a positive. This is complicated gambling stuff. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a positive. Yeah. It's how you re- a return on investment. So you would expect statistically, that if you spent a dollar, you get a dollar fifty-four back, okay? Uh-huh. Um, now, that, of course, means a lot of different things. For example, um, the, the $650 million jackpot is an annuity, so that's not exactly right. If you take the lump sum, your expected return goes to minus 27 cents. Okay. So right off the bat, you're already in the negative if you take the lump sum because it's only what you said, four hundred eleven point seven million dollars. How can I be in the negative? I'm going to win four hundred eleven million dollars too. Yeah, see, that's not how that how works. Can, I mean, okay. that's so that so you're dumb. you're losing your investment now. Now you go to the idea of getting taxed. Sadly, after taxes, it goes to a minus fifty-seven cent value. Is is it is Powerball? I'm sorry. Is it one dollar or two dollars? Is it two? Uh, well, two and then three if you play the power play. Okay. So it's only so. So when I say it's uh, two dollars, you would get back two fifty-four. So this would be a minus uh, fifty-seven cent value. So for every two dollars you would invest, you'd expect to get back a dollar forty-three. Plus the odds. Look at the odds. Two hundred and ninety-two million to one. Yeah. But again, if it's <laughs> oh, what, that's what most people do is okay. It's two hundred one and two hundred ninety-two million, but uh-huh. you're going to get five hundred and something million. Right. So it's worth it. Yeah. And not so much because then you got to add in the after-tax lump sum expected value, which makes it minus ninety-eight cents. Uh, expected value. So now you're investing two dollars and you're getting back a dollar two. This is all uh, Business Insider did this great breakout. And the biggest issue here, I think, where it really kills you, is you're going to get a potential of a, a, a split pot. And so then you're already losing money. And then it, if someone else hits it, you really get screwed. If I went to, if I split the six hundred fifty million and win three hundred twenty-five million, I'm not in the negative. This is this is why <laughs> this is why negative, people. Okay? This is this is I don't how know the what media the hell you're talking about. <laughs> this is the problem with our society. <laughs> Jeffy is the problem with our society. Something you already knew, mm. but is now confirmed. Uh, that you know that is because that's how people look at it. And I think it's it's an, it's sensible, right? You'd say like, what mm-hmm. if I buy every combination? I'll win. Well, take taxes. Take the lump sum penalty. Take the idea that other people might uh, might win as well, and very easily you could wind up not. You could spend two hundred million dollars to buy all the combinations and lose. That's Do you have a possible. ticket? Do you have a ticket this week? Well, I have more than one ticket. Do you really? Oh, yeah. And uh, is this a regular thing for you? I didn't know I'm you not, played the lottery. No, really. I'm not really. I mean, I play the Powerball. You know, when I think of it. It's worth, you know, it's an easy three bucks. Let's play the power play. Have you ever won shot. anything? Any yeah, of the- well, I uh, bought the Powerball tickets the other night, and uh, my daughter wanted to play one of the scratch-offs, so I bought her one of those. She won 20 so I'm up. 20 bucks? Yes, I'm up. Huh. You're up? 
It was my money that bought the ticket. It's my 20. <laughs> yeah, but you spent more than that on the actual tickets. No. How much did you buy? Well, I bought a couple, a couple of power play tickets. That's $6. And I bought uh, the scratch off ticket, which was, I think, two or three bucks. So you I'm spent up. nine and you got 20 back or whatever. I'm up. Well, that's, uh, me. Sure. Up. Don't, don't broaden that timeline at all, at all because then you can find the opposite. <laughs> Take a break. 888 back is the uh, phone number uh, back in just a second. Uh, so let me tell you about uh, Dawn to Dusk. Dawn to Dusk is a really cool uh, product. It uh, comes to you from the fine people at Brickhouse Nutrition. Um, now, what does this do? It is a physician-formulated extended-release energy supplement, and it lasts up to 10 hours. Uh, it increases your energy, which you might assume when you hear the words energy supplement. It also improves mood and stimulates your brain, all with no jitters. So you got the upsides. You don't have the downsides here, uh, which is really great. It's easy, too. It's not like some really gross drink. Some of them are like these really... I don't know, nasty drinks that I don't want to deal with. This one is very easy uh, to take. If you're tired of kind of wasting money on these seven cups of coffee, on the 45 energy drinks, uh, and then you get the sugar crash afterwards, you don't want to deal with that. Uh, you want something that's going to give you a boost and increase your focus. Get through the workday. This is for you. Get 15% off one month supply with the offer code STEW at checkout when you go to BrickHouseStew.com. BrickHouseStew.com. Give it a try. It's BrickHouseStew.com. Ketchup? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the ketchup. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. You had the Venezuela story uh, from the Little League World Series. I wish we had that. Yeah, yeah, we should have sent that, that in. Yeah, we should run that tomorrow because uh, there was Venezuela was playing uh, Dominican Republic. And it was, I think, the bottom of the sixth because they only play six in, innings. And uh, Venezuela, no, Dominican was ahead. Pitcher, th and so the, he, the pitcher's pitching to the kid from uh, Venezuela. And he... He crushes one out to the fence over the head of the right fielder. And they score a couple of runs, win the game. The pitcher who threw the pitch that got hit uh, immediately falls face first into the have. grass, sobbing uncontrollably. He the guys, have. it just gutted him. Oh, really sucks. sad. Really, he's just crying. And, he, and his coach comes over and picks him up. And then the other team comes over and hugs what? him. And oh, they start right. hugging him awesome. and telling him it's okay. And it was a really cool oh, moment. Really, really nice. What's wrong with you, Joey? That's pathetic. <laughs> You're the That's worst pathetic. You are the worst oh person God. on earth. He should have dropped to the ground crying and giving up the game. And then the other team has to come over and console him? No. Mm. Well, typical Jeffy cool moment. parenting Thank moment. Thank you for ruining no. it. Thank you for ruining it. Uh, here's <laughs> a moment I don't think Jeffy can ruin. Uh, one of the most amazing catches, honestly, you'll ever see uh, in the Little League World Series the other day. Watch. I mean, he cleared the fence yeah. catching the ball. Wow. Wow. Can we see that again? Uh, let's see that again. One more time. One more time. Diving. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Barely even touched the fence. <laughs> and he's we only fine. Replay there. I mean, it's wow. in, in fast motion, it looks really ridiculous, too. Now, do you know, Jeffy, I, I heard um, that they actually gave him the home run. What? I what? heard that. Is that true or is that oh, not I don't true? Know that. that can't be true, right? It doesn't make any sense, but because he world. essentially jumped over the fence and didn't stay in the playing field, I heard that he got the home run. I don't know if that's accurate huh. or not. I'll have to look it up. Interesting.